The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. you got to be the happiest guy in the world because all the meetings that are going on behind closed doors with the Jaguars pertain with Urban Meyer, and they're not getting ready for the Tennessee Titans this weekend. I wish, I wish that were the case. They're getting ready for the Titans. This distraction is hanging over their heads, and now you got players that are sitting there, and it's a double standard now because he clearly isn't. When you do screw up, you got to face the music, pay the piper, Fall on your sword, as I say it. On the road with the Rod Peterson Show. We are, and uh, welcome everybody to beautiful South Florida, where it is just after 1 p.m. Eastern on this Wednesday, October the 6th, in the year of our Lord, 2021. And as we sit here, I believe Urban Meyer is still employed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. We had fun with that topic yesterday. <laughs> We reverted a little bit here as we bring in Moose for hour two. Uh, he's in the bunker back in the sweatpants capital. And uh, Moose, we got back to our roots today where I just said we, we are Canada's daytime sports talk show. And my guess, as, as busy as you are, you have spent zero seconds thinking about renaming the show from Canada's daytime spar- <laughs> sports talk show to anything else. Um, but I, I have. Yeah, but, go ahead. You know, I, I'm on what, a different vein. Like, I'm thinking we move back to the view for sports fans, Golden Corral of sports talk. Is can that be a permanent tag? You know, does it have to be location based? I don't know. Let's just keep thinking about it. You know what? I think I think you should come to South Florida, and we should have one of those strategic planning sessions that I was telling you about. What do you say? I could get behind that. Um, Scott Powell's watching in North Carolina on YouTube, and he says, hello, please say hi to my sister. Where is she, Scott? Tell me. Name? Do we got a name? I'll do it, yeah. Do we have a name? Like, I can only do so much here. <laughs> People really enjoyed the deal or no deal segment at the end of hour one. See how these things just come to me? I asked for a sign from God this morning that I'm on the right track, and I've had a few. Had a few. You still there? Yeah, they, did you see Scott? I thought you were looking at your screen. You're looking at me. Look at Scott. No, Scott. what do you say? Scott, Scott got back to you. Her name is Sherry Houck, and she's a huge fan from the North Carolina foothills. Oh, I see. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the RP Show. I thought he wanted me to track her down in South Florida, <laughs> which I would have done. I'm, I only work two hours a day, okay? I got a lot of time to do other things. 
And if her name's Sherry Houck, I was at a guy's place the other day eating wings by the name of Eddie Houck. Are they related? I was at Eddie Houck's the other day eating wings. So, wings very big here in South Florida. Anyways, let's get serious here. Uh, <laughs> from the Puck and Pigskin podcast. That's Jason in Red Deer, Alberta. He says, I feel like you need an outside opinion to help with the decision. I'm on my way, Rod. <laughs> Everybody wants to come to South Florida. By the way, where's Jimmy Two Tables on that one, our sales manager? Because one of our viewers said yesterday, travel Florida, tourism Florida should be sponsoring the show. We all want to come where you are. So it's funny. <clears throat> We're not going to get serious. Why did I even suggest getting serious? Because I can't get I serious. Know. I just want to have fun here. So listen. My phone is blowing up, Moose, from football guys about Eddie Steele getting fired by the Edmonton Elks and the radio station that carries their games. And we'll get to that in a minute. But people, oh, ah, squirrel here, squirrel. <laughs> okay. I got to, Earl James on YouTube says, what's the coverage of Urban Meyer like in Florida? Can we make a mental note of that and I'll come back? I did cover this yesterday. You remember, I talked about yeah. this yesterday on WQAM, The Joe. Yeah, I'll tell you what the coverage has been like because I've been listening to that too. But I just want to tell you a story how things have gone. Yeah. I almost broke down last hour saying about how great the Florida Panthers have been to me. Yeah. I ain't pulling your leg. So Friday night in the press box, their VP of communications, her name's Addie. That's her nickname, Addie. We are talking about plans for this show and the Panthers and an association that we can build. And she says, you need to meet Randy Moeller. He's our color commentator and he's our head of alumni. And I said, well, where's Randy? She goes, he's sitting right there. Let's go up and say hi. So I went up and uh, she's like, Randy, this is Rod Peterson from the Rod Peterson show. He's from Western Canada. And I said, I know your, I know your brother, Mike, from the Rebels days, Rebels Radio. He does color, did do color for the Red Deer Rebels. Addie laughs. She's like, well, it looks like you two got lots to talk about. I'll just get out of your way. And then from there, it just went. And it ended up with Randy Moeller saying, you can't have enough Western Canadian guys affiliated with the Panthers. Come on down. <laughs> so here we are. We got the smoke. Speaking of the travel and everything, I feel like we should just put a big wheel here. And each, you know, a little triangle on the wheel will be Florida, Vegas, all these. We'll just spin it every month. Where are we going next? And see where oh, it Hey, Vegas called me, as you know. And they said, when are we getting you out here? And I said, uh, what are you going to do to get us out there? How are you going to sweeten the pot, man? Yeah. What? I love it. That's what we want, right? And And not just there. We're... We were in Calgary and Winnipeg, and we're talking about that, and Edmonton and Vegas and Florida and Seattle and all these hockey markets now. I think we just spin the wheel and literally see where we can go, and we'll build these relationships all along the way and connect with the fan bases and bring them in, make them part of the show, and I, that's going to be so much fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, and Tacona Powell is watching in Winnipeg, and he says, uh, Randy Moeller, Team Canada in the 80s? I don't know, man. Go look up his hockey DB. I remember having his Buffalo Sabres hockey card. I remember that. I don't know if he played for Team Canada. I didn't know if he was that good. From my cousin, Christine. 
in Medicine Hat. She says, I think we should all come to Florida. Come on down. There's plenty of room, believe me. And by the by the way, I'm reading this thing on the TSN Insiders last night. Coming up tonight on the TSN Insider Training, uh, capacity limits for NHL games in Canada. I'm like, what? This is still a thing? I was at the Dolphins game Sunday with 80,000 people. COVID's a rumor, man. Sheesh. Uh, oh, more from Tacona Pally. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I told you that I had these people in South Florida saying, Rod, you're a trailblazer. You're a trail. You're always ahead of everybody. And I said, I know. And it gets a little frustrating and exhausting waiting for everybody to keep up. But Dakota Powley in Winnipeg says, hey, Rod, how was last night's game? Any fights? He says, yes, I'm late to the show today. He's talking about the Panthers and the Lightning last night in Orlando. It was a fight fest. It was a Donnybrook after Donnybrook. A brouhaha. Really all started by Sam Bennett running Andre Vasilevsky behind Tampa Bay's net. And it was, it was glorious. Randy Moeller on the broadcast and uh, Steve Goldie Goldstein... Did you see the highlight of it, by the way, Darren? Or, or am I just explaining no. it well enough you don't need to? You saw? I saw it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Vazzy goes back to play the puck behind the net, and Sam Bennett just co- doesn't even lay off. Boom. Flippers in the air, and away they go. And uh, I don't know who it was on the broadcast. One of those guys is, was like, here we go. And the whole ring's <laughs> going nuts. Yeah, there was, like I said last hour, there were five fights, but it felt like 30. Because in today's hockey, there's never any fights, especially the preseason. Really, you don't fight to make the team in the National Hockey League anymore. And tell me why Corey Perry's fighting twice last night, other than he's Corey Perry, and he's just being a pain in the ass. It's his job. That's his job, right? Now, used to be to be a leading goal scorer and be a, you know on the, fir- on the first line on the wing and, and be that guy. And now it's to be a pain in the butt. It really is. I mean, for... Tampa, that's what he's going to provide. He's like, look it, I'm not coming here to put up more offense than Braden Point or Steven Stamkos or Nikita Kucherov. I'm not going to kill penalties like this guy. Or, you know, I'm here to be the pain in the, in the butt and be the guy that's hard to play against and take care of all these things. He needs to play a role and have a role so he's on the ice every week and every game. So that's what he's there to do. I, I guess, but it did, did it work for Montreal last year? I guess. I mean... I guess. Maybe that should be the the poll question, by the way. Would you take Corey Perry on your team? Won a Stanley Cup with Anaheim. Help take Montreal to the Stanley Cup final. So, yeah. This is funny. Um, Where is it? Jeff in Winnipeg says, I haven't heard the term Donnybrook in a long time. LOL. A Donnybrook. A A melee. A melee. Or a brouhaha. Um, from yeah, Wayne in Victoria says lots of COVID restrictions in Canada. Thank you, Wayne. You're really making it enticing for me to come home. Not. Um, I'm going to get to this Eddie uh, Steele stuff in a moment because everybody's talking about that. But just Earl James was asking, what's the coverage of Urban Meyer like? What do you think the coverage is like? I'm sitting down here in South Florida. Jacksonville's just up the coast. 
and they're making fun of the Jaguars and their head coach for being caught on video in a bar in Columbus, Ohio with some woman. I haven't watched the video, and I don't assume you have either, Darren. I just didn't want to watch it. But they're all over it. I didn't listen to it today because I wasn't on the highway. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's Florida. It's football. That's all they're talking about. That's right. It's, Jack it, it, Fulton watching in Vulcan. Just hang on. Jack Fulton in Calgary area says, Rod, Darren, the good Lord is directing your way, opening doors across North America. On that vein, it's 111. 1111. And where you are, 1111. The doors of opportunity are opening. Walk through them. Joe Lazito is watching on Long Island. He says, I can't wait to tell Clark Gillies. It just slipped off my screen. Do you want to read it? Do you, do you see it? Do you have the one? Do you have it there? Um, I do not. I, see I can't wait see. to tell Clark Gillies that we have an uphill battle ahead of you to get you to turn your allegiance to the Islanders. Not happening, Joe. Don't even waste your breath. Um, Clarky invited me to the new arena there on Long Island to sit in the owner's suite and drink beers. And I'm like, Clarky, you're uh, six and a half years too late on that one. <laughs> I won't be drinking with you in the owner's suite or anywhere. Uh, as Jennifer Illingsworth from the Four Seasons writes in, she says, 11-11. Thank you. Ah, Nelson Vo, our content creator, writes in and says, Stefan Gilmore traded to the Carolina Panthers instead of released, just reported by Ian Rappaport. Wow. Terry Carrier says, you forgot Pier 5 brawl or a whalenism, a ring-a-ding-dong dandy. Try that in Florida. Yep. Yep. So just... We do have games to talk about, by the way. We could do that. How about that? And we did cover it near the end of hour one. Our new segment for BetRegal.net, Deal or No Deal. I think that's going to catch on. I do too. But uh, our viewers in Winnipeg saying it 12-12, by the way. But that, that means something too. You look it up. But people, they love the dirt. They love the dirty laundry. So Eddie Steele gets let go by the Edmonton Elks radio network for very critical comments of their general manager, Brock Sunderland, made on this show. And I was watching the Panthers and Lightning game last night when Eddie called. And he said, ah, I just got smoked. And he knew it was coming. And we, I said, are you all right? He said, oh, I'm fine. And he pretty much <laughs> tweeted all of that today. Go have a look at his Twitter feed this morning after announcing that he'd been let go for his critical comments. And he said he knew why he was let go. He knew that he went over the line with his comments, but he stands by them. And it's very troubling to see the Edmonton Elks being run in the fashion that they are. Now, I said the same thing last week before Eddie even said it. I said, how many grease fires need to break out in Edmonton before we start to point the finger at somebody and realize this is a problem? Well, Eddie didn't speak in as many generalities. He pointed the finger right at Brock Sunderland. It's pretty much a no-no on the rights holder, Darren, if, you, uh, if you're aware of that. Yeah. And, and here we are. But these football guys are people they just don't understand. You understand? The football guys are like, 
I'm not the broadcasters, the football people, the scouts, the coaches, these kinds of guys. Some players are like, we didn't say anything that's not right. <laughs> it's not the way the world works, unfortunately. And Eddie knows this. <laughs> no. Eddie knows it. Yeah. You know, and he still feels good that he said it, which means, you know, getting that off his chest and being honest and being real is more important than working for the team or working for the team's official broadcaster because the team and the broadcaster have that relationship. And so he's, he's okay with that, and that's good. I'm okay with it if, if he's okay with it. But you're right. You can't just go around saying what you want. It doesn't matter. It, it's the same in any job, too. You can't just go and, you know, talk about your boss if you don't like him to everybody around you and expect to just keep your job. It doesn't matter if you're right or if you're wrong. Those are private conversations, right? So, you know, he's there to be an analyst, sure, of the game and of the people in the organization, but you have to, you know, toe the line a little bit. And he knew it was going to happen. We knew we're not surprised that it happened. And, uh, you know, Eddie will find a better place as a result, I'm sure. Well, I just, I'll say it again to these football people that they just can't, they can't figure it out. They don't understand why Eddie would be let go for saying the truth. And I'm like, you guys, you got to understand you, you, these people would know better than anybody. My dad was a scout in the national hockey league for 26 years. You should hear the things that he said to me that he would never say to his boss. Yeah. It's no different. And you're saying, you know, Eddie said this on national television. You can't say those things if you want to keep your job. So it's, it's really no different, and you need to decide, is the job worth it or not? And speaking of all that, and we can get into this when we come back, but Scott Powell in North Carolina watching says, I'm sorry, I have no problem with Cody Fajardo calling out his receivers. I think more quarterbacks should. Heck, it's okay for them to put all the blame on themselves. Sorry, this political correctness BS is not teaching our young at all. Um, let's talk about that and more when we come back. They want to talk about John Huffnagel. Is he the best general manager in CFL history? It's a fun debate. Uh, he's not, by the way. That honor goes to a guy by the name of James Pop in his six great cup rings. So we got a lot to get to. It's hour two of the RP show coming to you from Dodge City in gorgeous South Florida today. Hour two is brought to you by Core Grain. Doing the right thing for your farm. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Again, join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. But you got to use the promo code FANSIDED20.
Hey, the bridge is down. The bridge is down in Fort Lauderdale. Choo-choo. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Hey, welcome back to the RP Show. It's Hour 2, brought to you by Core Grain. Hey, just before we bring Moose back on camera, a sports update. The 106-win Los Angeles Dodgers put their season on the line in the National League wildcard game against the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals tonight. No team has ever won so many games and failed to win its division. But L.A. couldn't catch the 107-win San Francisco Giants. Max Scherzer goes for the Dodgers. He'll face the Cardinals' 40-year-old Adam Wainwright. 8-10, first pitch, Eastern. Xander Bogarts and the Boston Red Sox are all set to face Tampa Bay in the best-of-five and, uh, sorry, ALDS after beating the rival New York Yankees 6-2 in the AL wildcard game last night. Blue Jays general manager Ross Atkins will hold a season-ending media availability today to discuss the team's promising season that ended up just short of a playoff berth. Of course, he's going to say that. And the fans are back. The crowds are loud, but home field advantage still isn't a factor early on in this NFL season. Road teams have won 33 of the 64 games over the first four weeks. That extends a trend that began in 2019 and continued through the pandemic-impacted 2020 season when games were played with few, if any, fans. Little analytics there from our friends at the NFL. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and information, visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, order yours today. They are fitness coach approved. Order them at g2gbars.ca. And RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. A lot of topics on the table here. Um, oh, Darren, as you well know, you can bring the moose on. Let's get that. Nice face on the camera. Uh, we got to spend it. Like I said, some of our American viewers say, you'll lose me when you talk about the CFL. But this is a life thing, this Cody Fajardo thing that just isn't going away. Quarterback of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, former uh, Oakland Raider for a time, Cody Fajardo, star with the Nevada Wolfpack, called out his receivers after Saturday's game. Saskatchewan lost at Calgary 23-17. And to paraphrase, said they had an absence of uh, game breakers, playmakers, I believe is what the way that the way I took it. And I, you agree. So there's a lot of comments coming in. It's my commentary today on cat country, 98 FM and rock 98.5 FM. You can read it at rodpeterson.com. And, uh, these Americans just getting introduced to rodpeterson.com too, by the way, Darren, 33 million people can't be wrong. Two-time blog of the year in Canada, rodpeterson.com. Anyways, commenter here from Scott Thompson. He says, the only thing that made it necessary, the apology, because Cody apologized Tuesday. Scott says, it's because he called them out in the media instead of the locker room. I'm sure it was appreciated by his teammates. This could be a galvanizing moment for the team. I'll be attending Saturday's game in person. I'm sure it's going to be a beauty. The two teams meet again Saturday at Mosaic Stadium in Saskatchewan. The way he says that, I've been thinking about it too. It could galvanize the team. It could completely destroy the team too. What do you think? We have no idea. And we have no idea how this was handled internally, how this was handled in the locker room. Right. But all you, we can look at is, you know, gather the information we have. We know what kind of guy Cody is. We've got a pretty good idea. You better than most. Um, we know 
how he handles himself, and he had an emotional moment in the media, you know. So I would go, I would assess it this way and say, look, he's probably done what he needs to do in that locker room and made sure he's good with his teammates. If he's not, he's not going to be able to go out there and lead them to to any sort of victory, let alone a championship or playoffs or anything like that. So I'm sure he's good and they're all fine. This could bring them together. But you're right. All it takes is a couple of unhappy players to kind of start tearing, you know, pulling at the threads of that locker room chemistry and it could go the other way. But I I think it probably pulls them together. I think they probably get on the same page here. I think uh, that's the way it would be handled internally. Um, And you know what? You want a guy who's emotional and who is fired up leading you. And that's what Cody is. He's the guy who wears his heart on his sleeve a little bit and you know where he stands. Well, I could... I could honestly sit and talk about this all day. I have had multiple one-on-one talks with Cody Fajardo about all kinds of things, and life being one of them, football. And when those media people from across the CFL were blowing up my phone last night, interrupting me watching the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning on my dad, I said, it's a little out of character for Cody. Because I'm a hard-on-the-sleeve kind of guy. I'm a God guy. When I lose it on this show, a lot of it's just for entertainment. (laughs) So let's be honest. Um, But I guess I've called out people on our staff. I have, now that I think about it. But it's never personal. And, And, you know, when we started this show 586 episodes ago, sometimes I pulled some of our staff aside and I said, listen, you've been in sports. This is heat of the moment stuff. Don't take it personally. Now that I think about it, that's exactly what Cody's done. It was a heat of the moment thing. And by the way, I wasn't going to take back what I said then, and I don't think Cody should have had to take it back Tuesday with an apology. So when you said, who knows what's going on behind the scenes, that's what I put in my commentary. Who got to Cody? Who said, you better apologize because you hurt some of your teammates' feelings? That's what I think happened. And I'm kind of disappointed if that's what happened. Yeah, and I... I do think there's a lot of the fan base involved in this. We see some of the negative stuff that's happened in social. And you go back a couple of weeks ago to Cody, you know, talking about the criticism that they've seen on social and how it affects them and how they're humans too. I think this is a little bit of that too. I think he sees some of that, you know, negativity on social media. And maybe it was somebody in the office, the front office that saw the negativity and went to Cody and says, look at, you know, you should make a statement. But I think he feels a little bit of that obligation to the fans he doesn't really owe them anything. He's the quarterback. He, he owes his teammates and, you know, the organization. And he owes the fans a little bit, I guess. He feels that personal responsibility. I think it was more about the fan base and just saying, look, we're good. And don't think that I don't have good relationships or like my guys, you know, because they're a family and that's how Cody treats it. So I think it was a lot about that too. And, you know, I think they'd like to put this behind them as fast as they can. I said it yesterday. Well, it's not behind them. I'm sure they'd like to put it behind them, but it's not behind them. But I said it yesterday. It's heat of the moment stuff. He's a winner. This is what winners do. And you can't put a saddle on a Mustang. And they're putting a saddle on a Mustang. Let Cody be Cody. Oh, boy. The fit is hitting the shan. Okay. On this Brock Sunderland thing, by the way. Um... I have had, told you my phone's been going off like crazy the, the last three 24, down. 48 hours. 
Ah, right. Yeah, that's I, what I'm I talking ju- about. I just saw that in the commercial break. One of the writers said, stay tuned. Something's coming down the pipe here. Uh, and this will, this will, um, this is, what do, you, what do you call it? Cross, a cross section or transcends football. General manager Brock Sunderland of the Edmonton Elks banned Joey Moss from the Edmonton locker room. Joey Moss is the beloved, he's not with us anymore, unfortunately, the beloved locker room attendant of the Edmonton Oilers and for the Edmonton Eskimos forever. And the story was Wayne Gretzky dated Joey's sister. That was to introduce Joey to this, the Edmonton sports scene back in the 80s. Brock Sunderland banned Joey Moss. What's going to be done about this? Because I think we talk about the pendulum swinging back. Eddie Steele getting fired for saying the truth. And now this. I feel like the torches are out and the pitchfork mob and they're not going to settle for good people being lit on fire in Edmonton because a lot a, of them have. We got a new poll question. Go ahead. And it's who's in what is it? Who, who's in a worse situation, Brock Sunderland or Urban Meyer, right? Because it looks like they're both How about that? not in a good spot right now. And, you know, I don't know the inner workings of what's going on in Edmonton, but I can see the publicity and the narrative, and the narrative's not good. Joey Moss is a fixture in Edmonton. They love, it's to this day, they still love him. Obviously, they miss him. But this is, I mean, whether he did it for reasons that were going to help the team or not help, doesn't matter. It's not looking good on Brock Sunderland, unfortunately. And I don't know how you come yeah. out of it. Well, Eddie... Eddie lost his job. Dwayne Mandrusiak lost his job. Joey Moss banned from the locker room. Like, listen, I know all these things. People have been saying, Rod, you should report this. You should report that. I'm like, it's not my team. It's not my scoop to break. But now somebody's lifted the carpet in Edmonton and shone a light under there. It don't look too good. Wasn't my job to do it. Now here we go. Check my what? Oh, Drager did. Okay, just a couple quick text messages before we break. And uh, Dregs will appreciate this as the staunch Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan that he is. And uh, the Rider Nation incensed this week with Cody Fajardo calling out his receivers after Saturday's loss in Calgary and then subsequently apologizing on Tuesday. Leonard writes in from the 536, if Cody is not a perfect quarterback, then you do not throw any member of your team under the bus. And the apology was appropriate. From Metal Shingle Guy writing in from the 306, Cody needed to clear the air. He walked off like a baby rod. Not a good look. Well, again, Cody's my guy. Can't do anything wrong in my books. Um, And will this drama carry over into Saturday's game? Probably. Moose, uh, we'll see you back here for overtime. You betcha. All right. We're broadcasting live from Dodge City in South Florida. It's the RP Show. TSN NHL insider Darren Dreger joins us live next. You're watching on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including on the TDS cable carrier here in the Sunshine State. Live daily on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Beautiful South Florida, the place to be. That's the backside of Bo Camper's Sports Bar and Grill. Hosted us a couple times in our time down here. On Thursday, we'll be live from the Pompano Beach Club in Pompano Beach, Florida. But today we're in Dodge City. What a gorgeous day. What a time to be alive and talking NHL as TSN's Darren Dreger joins us today from uh, Hogtown. Hey, Dregs, good to see you as always, my friend. How are you? Ah, you know what? I'm doing okay. Obviously not quite as good as you with the backdrop that you've got. I've got this uh, stingy old office uh, bookshelf behind me, and there you are sitting in South Florida. So I'm envious. You know what? I think of you guys all the time when you're down here covering these NHL GMs meetings from Boca Raton. (laughs) It's just up the road for I am. I always thought that was the best gig in hockey. And I'm sitting here going, how come people aren't down here being hockey insiders in South Florida? Whatever. I get it. But, Dregs, I'm going to open up with this. Panthers lightning last night. Donnie Brook in Orlando. Melees all over the Mm -hmm. ice. Is this the best rivalry in the NHL right now? Uh, right now it is today as we have the conversation because the proof, as they say, is in the pudding. And what we saw last night was, to quote Joel Quenville, I mean, that's uh, that's old-time hockey. That's what it was. And, you know, it started with Vasilevsky getting, I don't know if he got ran, but he certainly got bumped by, I think it was Sam Bennett of the Florida Panthers. And, you know, then uh, that just sparked everything. Um, and, you know, obviously the Florida Panthers are envious. Every team in the league that hasn't won back-to-back Stanley Cups like the Tampa Bay Lightning is envious. Uh, I don't know how much of that is deep-rooted. I don't know that that travels with one player to the next. But there's a certain level of animosity, and there is definitely some envy on the side of the Florida Panthers because they want what the Tampa Bay Lightning has. And I look at the Florida Panthers, Rod, uh, I see a very good developing team here. And and again, that's not news breaking. We saw the strides they made last year and the year before. And they're most definitely on the upswing. So that division is going to be an interesting one. And stuff like preseason shenanigans like we witnessed last night just makes it all the more interesting. Oh, yeah, they loved it in Orlando. And I've been down here for a while, Dregs. I've been reading all the media. I've been listening to the radio when they say the heat, not very good. Dolphins, terrible. The Marlins, always bad. The Panthers see this as their time to take center stage for the first time since 1996. So you're telling me you could see them doing something this year? I I really could. And, uh, you know, they're, they're managed... By Bill Zito, who was a highly respected guy, um, you know, he's kind of slowly put his own uh, stamp on things. And, uh, you know, as Pierre Lebrun, my colleague, mentioned on Insider Trading on TSN last night, the expectation is that they're going to get more business done, perhaps even before the start of the season, by extending Sasha Barkov to uh, a multi-year, long-term deal. And you know that that is going to be worth a ton of dough. There's some speculation that it could be north of $10 million per uh, but when I look at that roster, when I look at players around the National Hockey League, and I go, yeah, that's a tremendous amount of money, but he's worth it. I'd put Barkov in the category of he's worth it. And they've got some other intriguing pieces. They've got good, young, developing uh, elements to that team. They've got, uh, I would call, a healthy battle competition in the crease. 
you know, even though you've got big time money invested there. But yeah, I, I don't think it's a stretch to think that uh, the Florida Panthers certainly are a playoff worthy team. And who knows, maybe they'll take another step and be a contending team. Dregs, this might shock you because a couple things. One, the majority of our viewers, our analytics show us are American. Blows my mind. I don't understand why. But we had a poll last week and it was, are you interested in NHL preseason hockey? And over 70% of people said, no, they're not. I think they're lying. Um, this is a bit of a rhetorical uh, question. In, in your case, yeah, obviously you love it. My question is, what do you love about NHL preseason hockey? Um, I love the new fits and the development stories, right? When, you know, a young player who is finding his way in the National Hockey League just gets to that next level. And Rod, going back to our days, you know, back in junior hockey in the Western Hockey League, I mean, you'd see that at that level, right? You know, first year player finds his way into the lineup, he's used sparingly. The second year, you know, he, he makes great strides. And by the third year, he's potentially a star in major junior hockey. You see that at the NHL level as well. You know, then I look at the game we did last night and it was the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. And, you know, there's a lot of competition, for example, on the left side, on left wing for the Maple Leafs. Nick Ritchie scores two goals. Well, he's expected to line up with Austin Matthews and Mitch Meyer. Matthews isn't quite healthy enough yet. They've got Michael Bunting, who's expected to line with John Tavares and William Nylander. He didn't play last night, but Ilya Mikheyev slipped into that number two spot on the left side, and he scored a goal and had a couple of chances. So I always like the internal battles that go along with even the established teams like the Toronto Maple Leafs and then some of the younger pieces like Jack Hughes. He's a little bit dinged up right now in New Jersey. Uh, but I watched the New Jersey Devils game the other night, and Jack Hughes is entering his third year in the National Hockey League. He looks like he is absolutely ready to run. So uh, I don't watch the vets as much. You know, I, I, I understand there's a lot of mistakes in preseason hockey. It can be boring at times. But then you have what went, what went down in Orlando last night between the Panthers and the Lightning and uh, some of the other intriguing stories team by team. So... That's the stuff that keeps me engaged and entertained in the exhibition play. No kidding. Well, you and I, I would say, are both disciples to a degree of Kelly McCrimmon. And I remember Krim saying shortly after we got to Vegas, he said, we're not doing anything different in the NHL than we were doing in the WHL. It's just to scale. And I believe he was talking yeah. about player movement. He was talking about business. Do you, do you believe yeah. that's the case? And if so, how and why? It is the case in how you structure and build your organization. How you manage it, though, is obviously different because of the money that's involved here. You know, in the Western Hockey League, um, you know, players are there because they're looking to play at a higher level. And yeah, of course, there's money involved, but certainly not the millions, the magnitude of, of, of what you see in the NHL. And the players don't yield the same level of power over the clubs in major junior college as they do in the National Hockey League. I mean, there's legit concern with a star player going into the final year of his contract and um, you know, looking at unrestricted free agency. You know, again, when you're dealing with a hard cap in the National Hockey League, especially throughout this pandemic where it doesn't look like it's going to go up a whole bunch, you have to get real creative and to a degree, Rod, as we saw from the Vegas Golden Knights and specifically Kelly McCrimmon, you've got to make real difficult, if not cutthroat business decisions. It rankles people, but you know what? 
That's the cost of winning. And McCrimmon and the Vegas Golden Knights want to win that Stanley Cup as much or perhaps more than a lot of teams in the National Hockey League, just by design where the Vegas Golden Knights are. So the similarities in how you build a winning roster most definitely are there, but then the business side of things definitely takes over as well. Well, while we're on the topic, I hope this isn't too much of a grenade, but do you think, given Robin Leonard's comments on Saturday, that the Golden Knights might be regretting their decision and kept the wrong guy, or <laughs> do you think this translates to on the ice at all? I don't think it does. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think it's a grenade. I, I think that we've all talked about it, either on the air or, or off the air. Look, in Robin Leonard, you get what you get. Um, now, you know, if he's going to be as uh, vocal as he obviously has been on social media and, and otherwise, that's great. We all appreciate honesty in our business um, and just generally in our life. So I, I deal better when I'm dealing with people who are upfront and they are honest with me. You don't like the question I'm asking? Well, tell me. doesn't mean I'm going to ask it in a different way or I'm going to back off, but at least be honest and upfront in that. That's my world. That's my example. So I'm okay with Robin Leonard taking his social media in the fashion that he did, but you got to back it up. He's got to stop the puck, you know. And I, I think that that would be the position of Pete DeBoer, the head coach, or McCrimmon, George McPhee, management or ownership of the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, we applaud the initiatives that Robin Leonard is supporting here. Right? He wants to do what's best. He wants to leave the National Hockey League a better place than the one that he's living in now, evidently. Uh, and the one that he was brought into way back in the day. But he's got the, the power to, to say what he says and for that to resonate because he's a star goaltender in the National Hockey League. Look, every player is a voice, but, you know, if we're talking about a fringe player here, you know, is he going to make the same amount of noise? Is there going to be the ripple effect? And unfortunately, the harsh reality that is not to the same degree. So I'm okay with Ron Leonard's comments. I'm okay with his positioning. But from a hockey perspective, from a competitive standpoint, he's got to be the star goaltender that the Golden Knights need him to be. Two rapid-fire questions. Northside YEG, watching in Edmonton. That's his handle on YouTube. He says, who is this Brendan Perlini for the Oilers, leading the league in preseason goals? Is this a big shock? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a shock, I would say. But, you know, again, I always caution. We talked earlier about the preseason and, and why it matters. Um, and it also presents opportunity. And for Perlini, this is opportunity. Um, do I think that, you know, he is going to have a prolific offensive NHL season? No, I don't. But the confidence that you gain and the fact that you're fighting for a job and, and you're seizing your opportunity as a player, that's all you can ask of yourself. So uh, I like it. It's a good story, but I don't think that it's going to be one that's going to sustain itself for very long. Okay, Dregs. And the last one, the fun one I talked about, Jason Wall watching in Gimli. He says, Darren Dreger, the pride of McNutsask. And yes, I've been there just west of Dropmore, yeah. Manitoba. I got to ask you, how was the cabbage, Dregs? The last that we talked, you Ooh, were by, you bought your cottage cabin. How did that play yeah. out? Oh, I loved it. Thanks for asking. And in fact, I'm extraordinarily jealous of my daughter, Katie. She's a law student at Lakehead University in Thunder Bay. First year, by the way, so uh, it's reading week, and I trust she's going to be doing a lot of reading from this Friday until next Friday, but she's actually driving from Thunder Bay to the Cabbage, 
So she's going to get to spend some quality time there. And I don't think I'm getting there anytime soon, but um, we, uh, we had a few weeks in the summer. We absolutely loved it. Rod, I'm in the process of buying a fishing boat so that I can invest my time on the golf course and on Lake of the Prairies next summer. I can't wait. You wrote the check. That's what dads do. Now you're not needed anymore. <laughs> you know that. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> All right, Driggs. As always, keep up the great work, man. Love watching you. Thanks for the time today. All right, buddy. You enjoy your time there again. Uh, I'm, I'm jealous. I haven't traveled a lot in a pandemic. Went to Vancouver a couple of weeks ago, but Vancouver is a beautiful city, but it doesn't look like where you are. I miss it. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. Thanks, Dregs. Darren Dreger checking in from uh, Hogtown. We'll be back with Overtime and the Moose will join us. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. A look at the beautiful Robbies in Isla Mirada, the Florida Keys. That's where we went jet skiing the other day, Moose, on a Saturday afternoon with the wonderful tour uh, guide, Stevie B. And uh, here we are, wrapping it up today, asking our viewers uh, to chime in on the comments section feed through YouTube, or you can text us at 306-840-8777. After a complete gong show on Monday on this show, Moose, I feel like things have really settled in a little bit. How do you feel about uh, the last couple of days' shows? And we have no audio for Moose. Oh, there you go. The head, your mic was off. Say that again. I said I love it. You're, I love everything good. about it. We're we're in a good spot. It's it's nice and smooth today. You're right. Awesome. Um, so, by the way, I, I do want to talk about Bet Regal in a moment, but I see a lot of people in Winnipeg where we're very big in Winnipeg talking about tonight's game at the Wayne Fleming Arena. God's team, the Regina Pats coming into town to take on the number 10 team in this entire CHL, the Winnipeg Ice. Connor Bedard in town. People are predicting what Connor Bedard, the Wonder Boy, will have on the stat sheet tonight. I guess uh, the Pats probably on the bus by now. Wheels turning oh, yeah. on their way to the Manitoba Capitol. What's your, what's your prediction for the Ice and the Pats tonight in uh, Winnipeg? I don't have a game prediction, but Bedard will go two and two. Two goals, two assists, a big night. Just, hey, don't be upset. That? Just appreciate the highlights and be happy you get a chance to see him in person. I'll say one Gino, one Apple. All right. Tonight for Connor Bedard for God's team. And I think that Winnipeg will take the game 4-2. How about that? Fans like in both places. Um... So for our friends with Bet Regal, Bet Regal in partnership with the Canadian Football League, recognizing community leaders who have gone above and beyond to support their neighbors. Simply fill out the details to nominate your community MVP so they have a chance to win a $5,000 grant to a charity of their choice and lots of CFL prizes. There you go. Go to betregal.net for all the information. And to nominate your community MVP now. 
I got to say something about betregal.net, Darren, and I know you'll chime in on this. Canadian-founded, Canadian-owned company in the sports betting game. It's not a lot of these betting companies can say that. They're the exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show and the Canadian Football League. These guys and gals put their money where their mouth is, and they're very proud of being Canadian. Yeah, do a tremendous job, and I love the relationship we're building, and I think it's just going to lead to some long-term real uh, positive things. So that's exciting. The community stuff is is amazing, and, uh, man, it's just it's so brand new for us, but uh, I, I love it already, so it's great. That's good. All right. Gotcha. BetReal.net, fill it out. And again, well, tonight in the CFL, uh, week 10 kicks off. I'm looking at all the topics that we covered today. Try to stay in the positive vein. Try to educate people today. I just, I don't know, Darren. I mean, you've been trying to guide me here with this Ted Lasso stuff. You're like, (laughs) you don't need to explain yourself every day. Just live your life and people will see because that's what Ted Lasso does. And it's just like with these football guys blowing up my phone today. They're like, how come Eddie got fired? It's not fair. Eddie didn't say anything that's not right. Are they ever going to get it, Darren? Are we making some headway here in terms of, you know, all these people that are like, oh, you're down in Florida. Are you going to be the voice of the Panthers? Are you going to be the voice of... No, man, I'm doing what I'm doing. Why is that not enough for people? This is what I'd rather do. They just don't understand. Like with, they don't understand how this business works. No. And they've never been in it. They don't understand. I wouldn't expect them to understand. I don't think, you know, I'm not sitting here waiting for them to understand. Right? <laughs> I, I am, and I guess that's I, wrong. Right. And then that's okay. But, like, nobody, we don't need permission. Right? We don't need permission for you to be in Florida. We don't need permission to, you know, cover the NHL or go where we want to go or do the things we want to do. We can do things we want to do because we want to do them because we think it's right for the show because we want to, you know, be able to give this perspective to our audience and that's okay. You know, good with it. From Dan, the Jets fan, he says his bet regal from the sweatpants capital. <laughs> no, I, they're out of Toronto. Are they not? Yeah. East. Uh, people are asking me, by the way, uh, a lot to do with Grey Cup and if we're going to be there. you want to let that cat out of the bag or do you want to wait as we, until we get closer to Grey Cup and our plans with We're working on it. But no, we're planning on being there. So it's going to be great. Jeff in the zone on YouTube says, is the Regina Pats game on Access 7 TV tonight? Uh, that's a hard no, bro. So you'll have to watch that on WHL Live. <laughs> Um, Moose, we'll see you tomorrow in 22 hours. You have a great night. You as well. Thanks to Darren uh, Dreger and Brady Leovold. We'll see you at noon Eastern here Thursday on Game Plus TV. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.